Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I am the Jock. This is the Doc. And we are still on our series of becoming brilliant at the basics. And again, basics are important because if you get good at that, you can build that foundation on top of that to have amazing results. So today we're going to talk about preparation. So preparation, what do I mean that? I'm talking about like the preparation for your, your training session, whether it's one-on-one, with a small group, whether it's what we talk about is lifestyle um, coaching sessions. It's all about that preparation. So my ritual is the night before I go through my schedule. I'm looking at each person. Um, if, um, they're going through a workout. I'm making sure that there's a program in there. If it's someone I haven't worked out with before, which could be the case of like it's someone brand new, or it could be a case that I'm just covering for another trainer because they're out of town. If that's the case, then I'm going to dig deep into that. I'm going to look at their initial intake form of like, why are they even there? I don't have to memorize the whole thing, but I just need to know some basics. I'm going to make sure they have a program in from their other coach. If they don't, I'm going to reach out to that coach. I'm going to try to talk to that coach anyway, just to know if there's anything I need to know that stands out from that. Because what's so important is that this person has a good experience with me. And so I play this game, whether it's someone that is brand new, whether this is someone that is, is someone I've been working with for the last 10 years. I want them to know that when they come in there, I am confidently putting a plan together that fits with their overall fitness plan. So many times I see coaches where they're just like, they come in like, oh, how are we feeling? Let's just kind of make it up on the fly. And Dr. J, if you're a... If you're taking this from a client's perspective, like what's their interpretation if they feel like the coach doesn't have it together or they're just kind of making it up at the fly or it just it doesn't jive with what they've already done that week or the previous week? Well, and this one to me is just a really easy one for us to put ourselves in the client's shoes. If I'm going to a physical therapist and I'm going and I'm going because I need knee rehab or something like that and I come in and they're like, so what's bothering you today? And I've made the appointment, I filled out all the forms, I was like, whatever. Or I go back and another PT in the, the, the group is working on me and they're just like, so what are we here for? Or yeah. how is your, at, at some point I'm like, if you're not even paying attention, how do you have a plan in place? How do you know what to do? How do you know what I did last time? What I'm worried about? So it sets a couple things up, right? It's, I spent all this time, cause everybody has intake forms. I spent all this time answering your questions. You didn't read them. So now all of a sudden I'm just like, so I'm not worth it to you. I'm, the effort's not there. And, and, and so again, it's that first impression, it's that continued impression. And in the fitness space, we're continually arguing that we can be the fitness guide. We can be that person that you go to to help support, coordinate, and be aware. But yet, if, if you're not gonna be prepared to remember even one part of my needs, how are you going to do that? So we also have to decide if we wanna be taken seriously, we have to do that preparation. And from a trainer standpoint, our brains need advanced organizers. When we have advanced organizers, whether it's two minutes of prep or you know two hours of prep, however it works for your person or what you need, it allows us also to deliver things in an organized and sequenced manner that make it easier for the other person to receive the information and it creates a smoother flow for us. So some people are like, oh, I don't need to prep, I'm good with that. Well. Again, prep doesn't have to be like in college where you're cramming for a test all night. It just means that I, I kind of have some things cued. So when I see that person, those things that I looked at the night before, whatever, come back to me and I'm ready to go. And I feel like I can BS my way through most workouts with <laughs> having prep. But at the same time, like if I'm looking at the schedule and the, the guy that I'm supposed to work out with tomorrow, the last time we worked together, his knee was bothering him a little bit. 
I'll shoot them a text that night. I'm like, hey, how's the knee doing? Because I might need to alter the program because it's still bothering him or it could be fine. But it just sends so much value. Like he wants someone that is looking out for him, that has his best interest, that's not just taking the easy route out. So just by like having that little text, like he's gonna find much more value in me. And so it's, it's just important to kind of like take that, that factor. And like one of the things that we do is like we, we teach this weight loss behavior coaching. And so these are sessions where we're not working out. So I don't have to have a program, but uh, one of the assess- assessments that's a part of that is we, we have them rank themselves, you know, kind of where they're at, where they want to be. So it gives me a priority. There's a physical priority and there's a lifestyle priority. And then when we meet, we go over like, okay, what are the goals, that, what are the steps we need to put in place to, to implement that? Another part of this assessment that we have is like their communication insights. So if I take a quick glance at that the night before, like, okay, this person wants to know the why, so I need to make sure I, I describe things in detail. Um, flexibility is their, their primary physical goal, and I told them to go to the flex class that we have every Saturday. I need to check in to make sure they had this. Um, they were lacking protein in their diet, and I told them to put the collagen in their um, morning coffee and I gave them some samples, I need to check up on that. Because if they come in and I'm not checking up on the things that we just previously talked about and I just jump to the next thing, they're gonna be like, this person doesn't really have a plan, they're just making it up as they go. Exactly, which then feels like I can go on the internet and and get the same thing. The other thing is is that if we misstep, and once in a blue moon we are gonna forget something or we're just gonna, we're tired or we're super busy, but if we're kind of consistently doing that, two things. One is, you don't know how often you do it. We all like to assume that we don't drop a ball, that we remember things, or that we BS'd our way out of it and nobody noticed. A lot of times they do notice. So A, we don't have a full sense of how much. So if you think you're dropping the ball 20% of the time, you might wanna, it's just like how accurate people are on their macros. Just assume it's 40% of the time. So you need to scale it that down. But the, the other part of it is I can't walk around and saying clients aren't compliant, they're not listening, they're not thing. If I ask them to do something and then I don't follow up on it, I'm not showing that that was important enough to do. So why would they? If, if I don't even remember that I asked them to do it or they come back in and they say that they did that and you're like, oh, that's great, but you don't act like there's a connection. It says, oh, maybe this wasn't that important. And like you said, it's just guessing or throwing noodles on the cupboard and seeing. And part, part of this prep too is, is, is kind of understanding the flow of when you're training this person. Because at my facility, 5.30 in the morning, all trainers are there, everyone's full, it's all, it's all busy. So if I wrote this program as like a giant set where we're doing like, okay, we're doing barbell back squat, and then we're gonna do barbell bench press, and then we're gonna do chin-ups where the squat rack is, and then we're gonna do some sort of line leg curl, and I'm taking up all these different machines, and I'm taking up all this space, and it's just like, it's not gonna flow well, because I haven't taken the consideration of like what work I'm doing with this person, and also just the, how busy the gym is. It's like one thing that if, I, if I'm writing a program for someone to do on their own, and they're in a busy gym, I'm just gonna superset things where they can protect all their equipment. It's like, okay, we're gonna do a dumbbell incline bench press, so you got the bench press, and right beside it, you're gonna do a standing RDL dumbbell. So you got your dumbbells, you hover around this area, and sometimes you have to do that as a, as a trainer in your facility too, because there's so many people in the way, and you don't wanna be these like, okay, we'll just wait till they're done. And so someone's like paying you quite a bit per hour, and they're like standing there waiting, so how's, what do you got going on this weekend? So just kind of figuring out that flow is super important. Yeah, and, and also part of that, aside from all the great examples you gave too, is the client most often, unless they're super experienced, been at this really long time, or really adept, 
they're still trying to get their physical space figured out too, mm -hmm. and or this way or angle this way or face this way or whatever. And then they're also trying to figure out how not to run into other people. And so you don't want that sort of extra anxiety or concern. You want them to be able to just to focus on what they're doing and, and, and pay attention to that. Uh, example I use for a lot of my trainers is it's teach each training block. So say you got like three hours there of like almost like you're going on a car trip in the sense of like um, there's a place that we have in our facility that we have the trainers keep the drinks. So like when the client goes to grab a drink, they can go grab a drink. And so have your drinks ready. Go to the bathroom, make sure your iPad's charged, like have these little things ready to go because like I've seen it before where like trainers working with a client, they're like, oh, I'm, you, just, you just count your own reps. I'm going to go off and do this thing. I'm like, this does not look professional at all. No. Yeah, absolutely. And so just making sure that we're, we're, we're prepped for this. So this little things of like making sure there's a program there or making sure that you're looking at the plan that you give them, even if you're not taking them to the workout, um, understanding the, the flow of the the floor and what's going on there and then you know thinking about yourself like what do you need now sometimes there's a chance to go to the bathroom in between clients you know the ones you can cut out a little bit early and the ones that want to work to the last minute but like for the most part it's like for that time that at least that individual person there is there you don't want to be cutting out during that exactly and and again some of us are much better naturally at managing our schedules thinking ahead all of those kind of things and so it can be really exhausting to do all that if you're not naturally wired for it. But this is a priority in the sense that this is your workflow, this is your clients. And if you also don't want to keep looking for new clients or constantly having to, to get more in, you want to retain them. That's easier than constantly trying to find new clients. So putting a little bit of extra energy in there so that you are prepared, they feel like there's value, and you're still getting your bathroom breaks, your drinks, and all of those type of things in is really important. Yeah, and it kind of comes back to that point of like sometimes we see people leave because they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to try something else or financially, whatever it is. And it, it could be back to these basic principles we're talking about. Some of this preparation of being like, this person just didn't seem like they had their shit together. Exactly. So um, becoming brilliant at the basics, becoming the ultimate coach, do the basics. You'll be the ultimate coach. See you next time.